Sev, back at it again with Val and Sarah as your hosts. Good luck. (laughs) Good luck, luck, everyone. (laughs) Um, Welcome to our barbershop today. Yeah, today we're officially opening the barbershop. Lots of scissors. Bring your scissors. (laughs) Bring your scissors. Bring Um, all your lesbians. Yes, bring them all. But yeah, today we're going to talk about kind of like hairstyles and the stigma surrounding the hairstyles for specifically lesbians or bisexual woman or anyone in the LGBTQIA plus community. This also can be a, a sensitive topic for some people. So I'm just going to put it out there as a trigger warning just in case. But yeah, so we're going to just talk about some of the stigma surrounding haircuts in our community. I feel like we should really just start off about what these haircuts are and what mm-hmm. a lot of people perceive these haircuts to be when they look at lesbians sometimes yeah. and the discrimination behind it. So there's a lot, right? I'll just be simple about it at first and talk about how specifically lesbians cut their hair short, right? They cut their hair short, um, meaning that they can look like they have, I will say in quotations, you cannot see my hands right now, um, but oh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. but um, a masculine kind of haircut, a man's haircut, when it should not be called a man's haircut whatsoever. And I feel like when it comes to haircuts, it's a type of expressive what am I an expressive action really Mm -hmm. it's how you express yourselves um we kind of like talked a little bit about it in our gender expression um episode before but with haircuts it's also it's sensitive too I feel like whenever you cut your hair a lot of people get upset about it too and it's it's as if the haircut affects everybody else but you Mm -hmm. yeah it's like you cut your hair oh my god the whole world has a problem with it Mm -hmm. and like you have to deal with everybody else's problem yeah and it's wow mic drop (laughs) (laughs) no literally though i feel like with haircuts though for lesbians if they cut their hair short then they'll most likely be perceived as a man when that's not what it is your pronouns can be misgendered you can be misgendered and it's a very it's a very upsetting and frustrating and annoying and you just want to fucking curse at the sky at everyone when this happens and i feel like if anyone it does not matter about your sexual orientation if you want to cut your hair short you should be able to cut your hair short without someone else making a derogatory comment towards your hair or assuming your own gender based off of your hair you know what pisses (laughs) me off what (laughs) is that if a woman has her hair cut short and she dresses more feminine nobody cares yeah Nobody cares. Nobody says anything. But as soon as you wear more masculine clothes, it's a problem. You're right. It is. Blank slate. Not a blank slate. Statement. (laughs) (laughs) Point point blank. Point blank. Yes. Point blank. (laughs) Point blank. We're figuring it out over here, okay? Literally point blank, though. That's exactly it. It's a problem as soon as a woman who's not perceived as femme but masculine when she cuts their hair or her hair then it's a problem it's an issue 
it's when a person feels like they can look at you in a way that is rude, that you're making a judgment on that person off of their looks, off of their haircut. And it should not be like that. Mm-hmm. Because I want to let everyone know that person that you're staring at or that or you're looking at and if they're not looking at you they know you're looking at them they know it they can feel it we can feel it yeah we have this instinct that Mm -hmm. when someone looks at us or stares at us we have this instinct of we know what you're thinking yeah you're thinking of hmm you're questioning are they a man or are they a woman right and and it's subconscious too at some points and that should not happen Mm -hmm. it shouldn't Mm -hmm. and we know it we recognize it because and you know why it's because we've been through it so many times we've seen repetitive facial expressions about this yeah and when you see this more often when it's a pattern you notice it and it's so freaking frustrating and there's times when you just accept it because it's like hmm is this ever going to change i'm just going to accept it and be like all right screw you i don't care about what you think or are you going to be like upset about it and sad about it you might cry you might get angry you might want to fucking throw bricks at a wall both of those actions both of those feelings are valid they're okay they are i i just feel like whenever a masculine woman cuts their hair they get misgendered and it's a whole it's a whole fucking problem in our society that people don't realize what they're doing they don't realize when you look at a person you're actually making it worse you're staring at the you're staring at them and you're making it so much worse for them because they see it i have so much to say but i don't even know where to start Mm. i have spoken about this before like i've had my hair cut short i've experienced a lot of the things that women with their hair cut short have experienced and i don't even know where to start with the amount of stories that i have because of it and i think that that fact alone is so sad it's traumatic it's like when you've been through so much shit it's like when you come down to just talking about it it's so much effort you're replaying the trauma you already had it's tiring yeah and it's sad and it's frustrating yeah and it honestly like makes you want to get out of the situation just because you're so exhausted of dealing with all of the backlash that you constantly get it's exhausting Mm -hmm. and it makes you like when you have all of these constant comments of people telling you like, like, because it's in front of their face now, you know, quote unquote, it's in front of their face. You cut your hair. Like, obviously you're like either gay or questioning, or you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Like, because it's in front of their face, they feel the need to comment on it. And all of these comments coming back at you of like people questioning you does not help with the fact that like, you're just trying to kind of figure out your own style and be who you like genuinely are. And I cannot tell you how many times I had people come up to me misgendering me. Like I know we've spoken about before or I've even had people come up to me and have assumed that I'm trans and were persistent about it and just like continue to say like, like they were convinced that I was trans. Like they were trying to convince me. The same way that, like, some asshole guy tried to convince me that I was straight back in college. But. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) It's intense. It's really intense. I have a hard time talking about it because I get so emotional about it. Like, I probably have mentioned this before, but, like, I would not look the way that I look right now if I were comfortable with all of the comments that people have made. If I were comfortable, like, it's really hard. 
it's really, really tough to like be masculine presenting, have your hair cut short and like walk around the way that I want to because I just don't want to fucking deal with everybody's comments. Mm -hmm. It's like you change your appearance for other people. And I understand when people do that too. Yeah. You know, it's like, I remember when I thought for a part of my life where I wanted to cut my hair, I remember having a conversation with you like a year and a half ago about, you know, I'm really thinking Val that I really want to just like cut off all my fucking hair. Do you remember what I said? (sighs) I don't remember remember, the exact words. I remember vaguely what I said. And I think what I told you was similar to what I just said. I said, you have to be prepared to deal with the backlash. And that's something that I cannot mentally handle. Like at that moment, I could not handle it. At this current moment, I'm still not sure if I can handle it because there's a lot that like you don't talk about. But it's like you have to be mentally prepared to deal with the fact that you're going to be treated like a guy, which like to me was kind of cool. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, you know, you got to you got to prepare to be treated like that. You got to be prepared to face the judgments when people realize that you're not a guy and that you are a woman and that you know, it just like throws them off balance for some fucking weird reason. Mm -hmm. And then like all of the nasty comments that you can't even imagine people will say to you, they'll say to you and just like internalizing that and feeling that and experiencing that is just like a whole different level. Like everybody always says to me, it's just a haircut Val. Like just cut your hair again. Like it's just a haircut. It is so much deeper than that. Mm -hmm. I cannot stress that enough. It is so much deeper than just a haircut. And it's shit that people who are like my friends and family, like, thank you. I appreciate your support, but it is so much deeper than that. You do not understand the emotional side of everything and how much I have to take on just because of a fucking haircut. Like you've got to be fucking kidding me. Mm -hmm. It's so upsetting. No, but like the question is, is it worth it? You know, it's like in your mind, that's a repetitive question in your mind. Is it worth it? Because you know exactly exactly what's going to happen. Am I going to have to deal? Am I? It's like if you're getting this haircut and you're chopping your hair off, it's like, okay, am I going to accept my fate, even though it should not be your fate of people misgendering you or of people calling you by your wrong name or assuming that you're a man when you're not a man or people staring at you and looking at you into your fucking soul Like, it's so uncomfortable. And you question, is it actually worth it? Should Mm -hmm. I have a hairstyle where I really don't want this? I don't feel happy with this. This is not me. However, I won't get that backlash in the community or outside and wherever we go in public. Or am I going to say, fuck them and be who and express whoever I want to be and express myself and love my haircut and deal with all this shit Mm -hmm. but it's easier said than done Mm -hmm. it really is it's so much easier said than done yeah you know you kind of have to imagine like say i kind of want everybody to like think about it in this way like say you walk out on the street and you are just walking to work your normal day at work you're walking down the street and you have three people stare at you for way longer than you thought they should have one person give you a nasty look And one person give you a comment that you didn't even think you could imagine somebody would say. Like, oh my God, you're trans. When did you realize that you were trans? When are you transitioning? When are you done transitioning? What's your name going to be like when you're a guy? Imagine that happened to you every day. Would you want to keep that haircut? Yeah. I don't fucking think so. Yeah. It's like you're a punching bag. Yeah. 
you know, I actually tweeted that the other day. Oh my God. So really? embarrassing. I still use Twitter, but <laughs> I wish I still had Twitter. I don't remember my login. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I said it was so depressing. I might cut this out, but it was so depressing. I said, um, I said, when you feel like a constant punching bag that's been hit so many times, you go constantly numb that you can't even feel the hits anymore. Shit. Yeah. I told you Fuck. it was depressing. No, but it, but it's true, though. And that's, that's what, what people it need like. to hear, though. That's what people need to hear. Also, a lot of people use that reference. Like, life is a punching bag. However, there's specific elements, there's specific factors that make it even worse. Yeah. Like, that you're actually in the ring and there's an actual person that's punching you. Yeah. You know, rep- uh, repeatedly. And I just, I'm like sitting with everything that you just said and processing everything mm-hmm. because I feel like there are so many people out there that have experienced this and it's not talked about at all. Like, I don't, I don't think I've even read anything about queer or lesbian or bisexual um, pe- uh, women's haircuts. Yeah. Like, and the stigma surrounding it. And the effects it has on your own mental health, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it makes me question, will there ever be a time where I don't have to worry about how people are going to treat me if I do cut my hair? Yeah. You know, because I remember I for a long time in my life, I've always wanted to cut my hair and, and chop it all off. And I and I never did. I never did because I was already so misgendered. I thought it would be 10 times worse if I did cut my hair. Right. I also thought career wise I'm like, am I going to be accepted into a job if I cut my hair Mm -hmm. short? And also, I feel like that's a part of why I went into social work, too, Mm -hmm. is because I already knew that once I'm in social work, like it is better. It's a basically a community where it is more accepting than other jobs. It is, you know, and I'm lucky for that. But I remember at a time in my life, I was petrified. I would think constantly about my future career wise Mm -hmm. and how I would be treated because, oh, my God, I've been mistreated already in in jobs and that was like part-time jobs and i was thinking oh my god what if like when i get like a big girl job how are they actually going to treat me if this is already worse it's going to be a million times worse when i'm out there yeah and i was scared for that it was one of my fears and i feel like that's a lot of fears for people uh, specifically specifically masculine lesbians too Mm -hmm. when they want to cut their hair yeah i think um surprisingly my career the haircut actually was beneficial to me so like that was kind of the one place where it actually helped me i i used like i would have thought the same thing i was actually threatened that like if i did cut my hair like i would never find a job not true i found a job like almost right away mm-hmm. the haircut actually helped me because like i work in construction and when you have a short haircut you're treated more like a guy less like a female you are not ripped on nearly as much. You are not hit on. You are not called princess. These are things I experience every fucking day, by the way, guys. Like they I call get, you princess? I get called princess every day. Are you fucking I'm serious? I'm not kidding. Like, the amount of sexual harassment I get at work is just, like, sickening. My God. I didn't really, know that. Yeah. Construction is a hard place to work as a female. Yeah. It really sure. is. And I that I mean that I don't talk about it a lot. There's a there's stress of the job itself and then there's the sexual harassment on top of it. Mm-hmm. I'm inside like I'm in all of these old old buildings with all of these building supervisors and all of these guys who are very traditional working on a job site and like it's just like insane. I mean, I don't mean to go off topic, but like it's just like something that Oh, it's on topic. And that's like a whole fucking another issue too as well. Yeah. You know, tr- obviously 
everyone should know this, <laughs> but women do not get treated the same as men. We all know that. So just imagine if you're not even, let's say, you're not perceived as the norm of what a woman should be, let's say, right? It is a million times, I've said this before, it is 10 times a million whatever worse than a straight person, a femme person, I'll say woman, who is at that specific job site versus another person who can be trans or identifies in the LGBTQIA plus community or is a lesbian who is perceived as a masculine look, mm-hmm. right? And it's just, it's worse. We have to deal with that backlash. Yeah. And we knew this. We we know, we know that we're going to have to deal with this when we're out in public, when we're on these, on the streets. Yeah. That's also another reason why it's like, I'm thinking to myself, if I'm still being perceived this way and still being misgendered and I feel like I still can't cut my hair the way I fucking want to in New York City, mm-hmm. then I'm never going to be able to find a different state or a different place. When New York City is one of the most progressive states there is, it is New York and it is California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is two fucking states. So it's, I don't know, it just mind bottles me too of how we're still in this exact place i feel like we're living in the 1960s all over again sometimes in my life yeah i feel like in a way i kind of i i have to pick my poison you know like i i either get shit on on the street or i'm in a sense to me misgendered at work and called a fucking princess every day so like i don't know which one's worse i honestly feel like the bullying on the street feels worse but yeah but it's like princess like what that's like something that people used to say in like the glee show that was in like 2003 2005 like so you still get called that currently so i work in construction yeah, yeah that, <laughs> makes sense. that makes sense you know what i would comment back to them i'd be like you know what i am a fucking princess i got nice fucking cinderella shoes and i got a crown what do you got yeah. what do you got a hairy chest probably disgusting feet it freaks me <laughs> out honestly like I don't I don't even talk about this with some of my friends that like I studied architecture with too mm-hmm. because like construction is a totally different world. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's the same, but like it's so different in the sense that like I if I were working in architecture, I would not have this problem. It's like um, yeah. I work in these buildings with these creepy old men and I'm, no. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I mean, I had this site super sorry, just quick story. Oh, I had this site super tell me that I was too young for him. What? Yeah. That's the thing also, like working with someone that is 10 years older than you, 20 years older than you, 30, like they look down upon you. I'm not saying everyone does this, but specifically if you're a woman, if you're a queer woman, oh, hell yeah, they look they look down upon you. Yeah. Like they see themselves as the superior towards you and you're inferior. Yeah. Like you are inferior. And that is already a status you have right when you accept that job in construction specifically, Mm -hmm. you know, and you know what sucks? I feel like there has been so many times when people have accepted a job they didn't want, but they knew that they would feel accepted in that space. However, they would want a different type of career to go down to. However, it's so in some of these careers, there's all men that are working. Yeah. Um, and the population of men are so high in a certain, a certain job career. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you look at finance, like finance. the amount of men that work in finance though finance finance it's like <laughs> insane it's it's insane yeah um 
But anyways, I just feel like like going back to the haircut scenes. Yeah, we can talk about jobs another day. <laughs> yeah. But like still, like that is a really big factor, though, because for me, when I thought of, you know, cutting my hair, I automatically thought of my future. Two things I thought of. Will I be accepted at this job? Will I be taken seriously? And two, how would I be treated in the outside world? How would I be treated by strangers? And that's why I've never honestly cut my hair. I, I have done an undercut. I was like, you know, if I don't feel comfortable and safe to cut my whole hair off, I might as well just do an undercut mm-hmm. where, you know, they basically just shave like a layer of like your hair right like under like kind of near your neck basically yeah and it's really fucking annoying too when it grows out because one it it doesn't look good when it grows out like i'm still growing mine out (laughs) i mean it was annoying to grow my entire head out oh you remember that you saw me through that i did but i liked it yeah i was kind of vibing my way through her school it's because val is so confident like you show okay i'm gonna compliment her really quick but it's because (laughs) i know she doesn't like but i'm gonna do it anyways um but it's because when you are confident about yourself like you look 30 times better than what you originally like look like like that's the thing yeah you know but that's also like when you cut your hair i don't know if you've ever experienced this because i remember when you cut your hair did you feel two things did you feel like really confident in yourself but also a lack of confidence too yeah yeah and actually that's like a really cool question because i would love to talk through that for a second when my hair was the shortest it's ever been i had like maybe like an inch and a half on the top and then it was like totally buzzed everywhere else that was the most confident i've ever been in my entire life like the way i looked physically like that was the most confident i've ever been But when I had that haircut, that also came with an insecurity of not ever being able to dress feminine. So whenever I wore something that was like a little bit more feminine, I felt like it it was kind of like a switch. Like I felt way more insecure about like the way I looked because I didn't want to present incorrectly to how I felt, if that makes sense. I know it does. So like there are things that I wear nowadays and I'll like slick my bun back and whatever. Like I wear a bun every day. But, like, (laughs) I'll wear, like, something a little bit more feminine, I guess, because I'm just, like, feeling it for whatever reason that day. And I'll feel more confident doing so because I have my hair longer, even though it's slicked back. But if I dressed that same way and my hair was short, I would be so insecure and wouldn't want to leave my apartment. It's, like, it was this nasty feeling that I really wanted to get rid of. It's, again, like, there are so many reasons why I grew my hair out. That's one of them. The backlash is one of them. Not being able to wear more feminine clothes and feel comfortable was one of them. Like, there's a lot because there's so much of, like, a stereotype or a stigma or whatever you want to call it that comes with this haircut that, like, nobody realizes and nobody, like you mentioned, nobody in the queer community ever talks about it. Because normally when you see, like, lesbians out at the bar with short haircuts they're always dressed more masculine for the most part yeah for the most part for the most part some of them aren't and like i really respect the ones that aren't they're just like but i also find that they're like a little bit of a different character yeah if you know what i mean oh yeah (laughs) no i totally feel the same way yeah i totally feel the same way because you're so used to seeing a lot of like masculine women having short hair but when it comes to a femme and they have short hair it's like oh whoa yeah like but like never do you really see like the way that i would probably present like never do you really see like a a sporty kind of feminine with short hair yeah i've right yeah i've never right yeah 
And we've played sports throughout our whole lives. And in my own experience, I've never seen a femme, like, queer person have short hair that's a sporty too. Yeah. You know, which is so interesting. So you're saying that when your hair was short, you would sometimes wear, like, feminine clothes? Well, I wanted to. You wanted to. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, listen, I'm going to be real. Like, I feel like I got a nice chest, right? And sometimes <laughs> I want to show it off. Or right? the rock. <laughs> sometimes I want to show it off, you know? But, like, it just didn't fucking feel right. Same thing with my ass. Like, honestly, I just, like, sometimes I want to show it off. And that's okay. Like, you should be able to fucking show it off. I would love to show mine off, but there's nothing to really show. <laughs> so, like, really, though. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I've also have not worn a regular bra in so long. Like I only wear oh, sport bras. Yeah. Like only that. I haven't worn it since like, I don't know, freshman year of college. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. I yeah. think that was the last time. Yeah. I was like, like all right, good night. <laughs> yeah. Literally. I'm like, I'm done with you. You're uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye. Yeah. No, I agree. And what's also interesting is that don't you find it? <laughs> I understand, but also it's weird too, that there's an age thing that comes with short hair too. Like when you see a 40 year old or a 50 or a 60 year old or even an elderly person who has their hair short, it is OK. Yeah. It's understandable. It makes sense. So yeah. why can't it be the same way for queer women, specifically masculine women during in their 20s, in their 30s? Why is it OK and normal? And why for adults, for women adults to not be judged for not be perceived as a man when they're older. Whereas in people in our generation were judged. Mm -hmm. Why is that? It's so fucking annoying. I'm getting yeah. mad. It is so, <laughs> yeah. it is so frustrating. Like ageism too. Like why treat, <laughs> why treat us differently? You know, getting your haircut in general, if, if you're only looking about like getting your haircut, it is a really, emotional and scary thing to do sometimes like you can you see, have seen probably a lot of videos of sometimes people crying when they get a haircut mm -hmm. and everything like that yeah but like you said when you got your you when you got your haircut you felt really confident in yourself yeah but there was a part of you where you felt insecure about it yeah and it was specifically because of the people out in the world that have looked at you and assumed that you were someone you weren't yeah and it's about the things that i learned too like i learned that if you have the short haircut as a lesbian, you have to look a certain way. Mm. You know, I learned that you have to be the more masculine person, that you have to be the strong person. Like, sometimes I'm just not that. And you know what? You said before that it's more than just a haircut, right? Oh, yeah. It's more than just a haircut. Yeah. And I ever wonder in the future if it will actually just be a haircut. Because if you think about it, that it's more than just a haircut, right? Yeah. And it has to do with all of the hateful words that are out there in public. If people stop perceiving you as someone you're not and judging you and calling you like princess. Mm -hmm. And if they stop that, will it just be a haircut or will it still mean more? That's, I don't know. You know, and I don't know what's better. I think maybe different. I don't know. Maybe like different short haircuts mean different things. Like there are different styles. Yeah. Because I feel like if you have the thing is, is when you have a haircut that goes to your shoulders. Yeah. Right. It's like a happy medium kind of. You didn't cut your whole hair off. Right. right? If you, And we're specifically talking about, let's just say uh, a masculine um, queer woman. Yeah. Okay. And she cuts her hair to her shoulders. 
she might get some looks, right? But she's not going to get as many looks as someone who is a woman who cut her whole hair off. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's like, hmm, you think about it. Should I just, you know, maybe compromise my own haircut and just cut it halfway and not cut it total? Right. And not cut all of it off? Um, or should I just botch it and I should just do whatever I want to it? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And also, where should I go to get these haircuts? If- so there's this gay barber. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, there's like, well, there's a um, there's a salon that's in uh, Greenwich that I go to. Really sick people. They do like any haircut you want. They're really cool. That's amazing, though, because I remember talking to you about this last year of like, I don't know where to go. I don't know which barber to go to. Like, oh, yeah. do I go to a barber? Do I go to a salon? No, like, I recommend not going to a barber. I know it's not. It's cheaper going to a barber, but you're treated differently in the barber shop. Like the same way. I'm telling you, I have so many stories, Sarah, of just like being mistreated because of the way I look. I walked into a barber shop as a female and asked them to buzz my hair and they were like giving me a hard time about it. Are you serious? Yeah. Will I ever feel comfortable going to any person in a barber shop or in a salon to cut my hair? Like, I remember I went to a salon before I forgot what I was doing. I was with my sister, though, and it was on Long Island, too, which I was. Yeah, which I was even more scared about. I was so scared about that. I've never been to a salon. I keep my hair like literally what I do is that my hair is a little it, it, it goes past my shoulders, basically. And I went to a salon because I think my sister and I were supposed to go to a wedding or an event in a few days and we wanted to get our hair done. And the person who was cutting my hair was like, oh, have you ever been to a salon before? Have you ever done anything to your hair? And I was like, no, like literally like nothing. Like I, because for one, and I thought about like, why have I never been to a salon? And it's like, I don't, I just don't feel comfortable. Wait, you had never been to a salon? No, I've never been to Where a salon. Where did you get your haircut? So my best friend's mom is a hairstylist gotcha. and I would always go to her house. So mm-hmm. throughout my whole life, this one woman, um, Lori, love Lori, um, she cut my hair. Yeah. And I think that also has to do with me not feeling comfortable going to someone else. Like it was a last minute kind of like um, decision my sister and I made. My sister was like, let me treat you. I'll take you. I was like, all right, you're paying for it. Okay, I'll come. <laughs> um, and it was so interesting. Like, all these questions they asked and like them like doing all this, like making my hair look pretty and everything. And I was like, I don't want it to look pretty. Right. That's the thing. That's my biggest thing. I don't want my hair to look pretty. And I didn't really know how to say that. Like, I remember when I went to prom in high school. Oh my God. Oh yeah. And I had my hair all done. It was the last time I wore a dress. Last time I had lipstick on, which I always hated and makeup and uh, my hair was done and everything. And at the time, like I, I felt pretty, right? But at the same time, I was like, this isn't me. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is not me. Like, I would feel so confident if I was wearing a suit, if I was, if I had my hair the way I wanted to. Like, my thing is, I feel so confident when my hair is in a bun and when it's up, you know? And a lot of people, I know, and a lot of people, (laughs) yeah, think, um, and, and which is okay that like my hair looks better down, you know? And I feel like sometimes when my hair is down, I do feel confident in myself, but there has been so many times when my hair is just up, I feel like I just look better. I just do. And I can't control that. It's just a feeling. And you know, it, it's so, it's so frustrating because 
well, now I can't put my hair up because my undercut is growing out and it really doesn't look good. So I'm like waiting to like grow out. Um, But I always just felt better. And the thing is, I always also thought when I put my hair up, I get misgendered more. And I do. And I don't like that. So I started to put my hair down more. Like how you said before, like, you know, questioning whether or not to like cut your hair Mm -hmm. because you don't want people to assume and call you fucking princess. And it's it's so annoying because it's like I know I feel confident by doing this haircut, by cutting my hair, by the hairstyle that I want, by putting my hair up. But I don't want to deal with the backlash. I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. So like I said, the question from before, is it worth it? Mm-hmm. Is it really worth it? Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not a man. I'm not a fucking man. Don't call me that. Don't call me sir. Don't call me. I also hate ma'am too. But like, yeah, ma'am is bad. it's like, or lady. Yeah. Or, oh my God, lady. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> um, but it's just, will there ever be a time where I'll be able to like cut my hair and maybe not just chop it off, but like cut it at least by my shoulders, like right above my shoulders, mm-hmm. which I've actually always wanted. Um, you could definitely do that. Yeah. I want to do it. I really do. Like, I'm not saying cut my whole hair off. Like, I feel like I would feel so confident where actually your what your hair length is. Yeah. Like, I feel Mine's like I just longer now. Oh, really? All right. Yeah. So maybe like up here, like yeah, near yeah. like like the middle of my or right below like, like your my collarbone. Yeah. Like right near yeah. my collarbone. Like do I forgot her name. Her name's like Alyssa. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh her haircut. <laughs> Oh, I want that haircut so bad. Um, and it's just like also like when you change your hairstyle, like it really like you look different. You do yeah. look different. Mm-hmm. You really do. And I feel like that's also a scary component towards it. And that's why a lot of people don't rush into cutting their hair as well. Um, and it's just it, it's it's just frustrating. It really is. And I feel like there needs to be more of a safe space in these barbershops, in these salons. Um, because, you know, there's barbershops for men usually, and mm-hmm. then they separate them, Yeah, you know? And it's like, wow, I don't know where the fuck to go. And that's why I always went to Lori. I always felt comfortable. And I remember the first time I asked her, like, oh, I like, I kind of want an undercut. Like I showed her a picture of what I wanted and she didn't even question it. And it's because she's known me for so long. Mm-hmm. And she accepts me and you know i just feel like if i went to someone else it wouldn't be like that i wouldn't feel safe i wouldn't be sarah i feel like i would have to pretend to be someone who i'm not Mm -hmm. that's a and this is a problem that is not talked about enough it really isn't no it really isn't because a lot of people brush it off i've had so many people say it's just a haircut that's what it comes down to like they're just all these people saying it's just a haircut like what does it matter is basically what they're saying it's more than just that Mm -hmm. it is it really is and it's sad and it's frustrating i think at the end of the day yeah we should do what we want and we shouldn't care about what other people think but it's so much easier said than done like we've been talking about there's so much that comes with that like there's (laughs) sorry (laughs) there's um the pussies (laughs) (laughs) they're interrupting (laughs) um yeah but there's so much that comes with it there's all the backlash and just kind of deciding how much you're willing to put up with. Yeah. I feel like I'm kind of at that point now in my life where I'm like, am I going to sit with my longer hair and not feel like myself? 
or am I going to cut my hair and deal with the backlash? Like, which one is more worth it to me? Yeah. And like, I feel like I'm at a standstill. Like, I don't know. And the fact that I have to choose between those two options is like sickening. It's like you're in a sand pit and you can't move. You can't make a fucking decision. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and it's like the people who are the outside of the sand pit is making the decision for you. Yeah. It's that's one of my metaphors. <laughs> yeah. They're either pulling you out or somebody's pulling you down and that's it. No, literally. So I just, you know, I've been thinking about like how to really like end this episode, you mm -hmm. know, and there's many different avenues I feel like we can go into. Um, and this is, this is a really tough subject too, because one, it's not talked about enough. And two, I just feel like a lot of people's voices haven't been heard about this matter. Yeah. So if anyone is like listening, if you have experienced this or have not experienced, you know, the backlash of cutting your hair or even having a different haircut too, um, and getting black, uh, backlash uh, about it. Um, just know that Val and I are here for you. Mm -hmm. And if you have any questions or any insecurities and you just need someone to vent to, you just are upset about a certain memory or situation, you can always come to us and just know that no matter what people say, no matter what people think you're beautiful in your own way. If you want to cut your own fucking hair, you fucking cut your hair. Yeah. But if you don't want to, and due to the stigma surrounding in this hateful world, I understand. Yeah. And I sympathize with that. And I sympathize with your decision and I understand it. Um, but and if, if and if you need someone to talk to about that, please, please, please feel free to reach out to us. We are literally an open book when it comes to this stuff. Clearly we're making a podcast about it. So like, yeah, we're bringing, you know, into light these topics that need to be addressed in society and specifically towards people too that also who haven't experienced this so they're educated on th this issue and if you're a hairstylist even like listening to this like this would be so beneficial to you or your business as mm -hmm. well like you would also receive so many more customers if you show that this is a safe space for a queer person to get a haircut you know i've seen in new york city there has been barber shops mm -hmm. that have the pride flag and have yeah. that we do haircuts for anyone like yeah it says like queer friend yeah queer yeah. friend i remember passing a barbershop like with you and i was like oh my god look like yeah, yeah. i was smiling so big and i was yeah. like there are places out there too you just have to google them or you have to find them and you know and if you don't then you can just message us too. If you're near the New York state area, we can recommend a lot of barbershops or salons that are queer friendly. Yeah. I also want to say that like, you know, besides the fact that everything we said is kind of like steering against getting a haircut, if it is something you want, I really do recommend doing it. There's so much backlash that comes along with it. But I think that like getting my haircut was one of the best things I ever did. Mm. And I will do it again. It's just like, you know, coming to terms with all the backlash and everything. If it's something you're thinking about, I definitely think you should. You'll feel like a new level of confidence that you've never experienced before. And I, I really hope that everybody feels that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love when Sarah jumps back in after <laughs> some things like that. No, I know. But yeah, I 100% agree with Val. Just know that we're always here. Six Sev always has your back. Um, and we're only a DM away, baby. <laughs>
Slide in. Slide. <laughs> I feel like a 16-year-old boy right now. <laughs> All right. 6F, baby. Get that haircut. Welcome to our barber shop. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. Scissors. <laughs>